Okay. This episode of Yo Adrian Talks is sponsored by Mary Enderly with Devil Dog Works Apparel. And this is going to be supporting the Forgotten Coast Canine Organization, which is out of Madison, Florida. And they are these beautiful denim jackets that has the fancy rhinestone fringe on it. And we can customize it where you can have the Forgotten Coast Canine logo on the back of it or without. And a portion of the proceeds is going to the Forgotten Coast Canine Organization. Thank you so very much. And you can reach me at info at deviledogworks.com. And one of those jackets can be yours. Good Monday morning, my peeps. It is Yo Adrian Talks. And I'm excited today to have a guest that's a near and dear friend of mine, uh, Mary Enderly. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm glad you're here. And I would love for you to just share with our listeners a little bit about yourself. I'm so excited that they will be able to share on your journey um, the things you've been through. And I think you have a couple of great tips um, to help them through if they're going through the same struggles. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Adrian. I appreciate it. And uh, my name is Mary Enderly. And I, my husband was Brian Enderly. And I have two children, my daughter, Angela Luna. And she's a news anchor uh, in Springfield, Missouri, a morning anchor. And then I also have a son and he is 19. He'll be 20 in November. Angela's 28 and he'll be, he's out in the Marines. So he finished the Marine Corps in December of 2022 and he is stationed out in California. So he's actually in Brian's old unit out in California. Oh, uh, that is so cool. Thank him for his service. That means so much. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And um, so I've been in the corporate world for forever in, in transportation. And I, my husband and I, Brian and I, we had started Devil Dog Works Apparel back in 2021. And um, so we were, you know, really passionate about veterans because Brian was in the Marine Corps uh, 94 to 98. And my father-in-law was in the Marine Corps, Vietnam veteran, Purple Heart, and then now Jake, third generation Marine. So um, veterans are near and dear to our heart. We've um, always wanted to support them some way, shape or fashion, um, whether it be volunteer or giving back some way. So that's why we wanted to start that business. And it was t-shirts and dog bandanas. And we were getting going with it um, over the last year and a half or so. And then back in September, our son was leaving for the Marines for boot camp, And we had a send off party for him the weekend before Labor Day. So then on Saturday, we had the party for him. And on that Tuesday, my husband woke up sick and we thought it was a stomach flu. And of all things, we, he was getting awarded a service dog as a surprise on 9-10 at a country music festival called the Freedom Jam because they give back to veterans the uh, um, Forgotten Coast Canine out of Madison, Florida. And then also the Veterans Community Project, which is the tiny homes in North St. Louis. So we had to keep it. I had to keep a surprise for about a good three weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that has to be hard too. <laughs> I know because I'm just like, I almost spilled the beans at one point. So, <laughs> so that evening he was going to go on stage and get a certificate. They were awarding two veterans service dogs that evening. And Brian was one of them. And so that week of all weeks, I'm like, oh my goodness, you got sick that week during that week, you know, of all things. 
And then, um, so nine, 10 came around and he couldn't be there. And I was actually kind of mad at him that evening because he couldn't be there. So I had to go up on stage, get a certificate, came home and he was already in bed. And I kind of felt bad because he wasn't feeling well still. He really wasn't feeling well. And then on 9-11, that next day, we, we dropped Jake off of the Marines and sent him on his way, dropped him off at the hotel in St. Louis. And then on 9-12, he flew out to San Diego, checked into MCRD, San Diego, 13 weeks, no phone, no communication for boot camp, as it always is. And then on 9-12, he flies out, 9-13, the next day, I am taking him to the ER because he's not feeling better. He's getting worse. He's feeling awful, terrible. Took him to the ER. And they said, there's a mass on your pancreas and did all these tests. He was in the ER for three hours and it was just nonstop. It, like my world just like literally shut down. It was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I just think because of the community that I have and the family and the support that we had, I was just really lucky to have that. Um, the little black book, Women in Business and the Veterans Committee and communities that I'm in, the Elks Lodge Number Nine, um, All Stars Leads Group, all these different groups of these communities that were we were part of. We were just so thankful for friends and family. So, so we went through the test and and unfortunately came back stage four pancreatic cancer. And then I had to get a hold of the Red Cross. They put me in touch with Jake's command center and his senior drill instructor, and they put me in touch with Jake. I'm in Chicago. I had a I was on a business trip and I had to call the Red Cross from my office. Oh my goodness. Room. And they put me in touch with Jake, his senior drill instructor put me on the phone and we were talking and, and I had to tell Jake that his dad stage four pancreatic cancer in his, in my hotel room mm. over, over a phone call. But the nice thing is that they were, they let Jake FaceTime home and Brian wanted him to stay in and not come home. Cause if he would have come, if he would have came home, he would have been home for a short time and have to go back out and restart over. And Jake didn't, didn't want that. And Brian's like, no, you stay in, you, you finish, you, you go through it. So he finished and he graduated. And so I'm taking Brian to the oncologist and I was finally able to get in, get him in there. And they're telling me six to 18 months for him to live. And I said, I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, okay, now I got to pivot and move. We had already gotten our plane tickets. We got our hotel for when Jake graduates boot camp in December and I'm like, okay, now I got to pivot and move. Like I'm a woman that we do. That's all I was going to say. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot going on and a lot to pivot around. Right. Right. So then I'm okay. Let's run an RV. Let's take him out there. Let's drive across country. Now we got to figure out how we're going to get him across country so that he can see his son graduate boot camp. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, um, he started chemotherapy, which really, I mean, it just happens so fast and you just, you don't have time to think Adrian, you really are just going minute by minute. Okay. What am I going to do? What's next? What's going to happen next? And you're waiting for the doctors to come in and, and hearing what's going to happen. And all of a sudden it's like, now you're starting chemo and then the side effects and he's going back and forth into the, to the ER. And then, um, while this is all going on midway through October, my two-year-old dishwasher leaked underneath my floors in my kitchen, pulled up all my floorboards. So they literally boxed up my entire kitchen, gutted my kitchen. Cause that's just what you need, right? Like you're doing all I, this other stuff. <laughs> oh gosh. Right. So my half my house was completely, you know, taken up and just mm. undone. And luckily I was at 
the hospital with Brian while he's going through chemo. So my in-laws, thank goodness for them. They came out, my family, they came out and they were all here. It was like a team effort. It was just, they came in, swooped in, took everything out of my kitchen, boxed it up in the garage, the whole nine yards. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, Cause that's not where your focus needed to be. Right. Like no. you, yeah. Yeah. So then, and then shortly thereafter that, but I meant my daughter had come home to see him and she was home for a few days and got to see him and, and Jake was able to FaceTime back and forth. So thank goodness for the Marines. They were able to let him, you know, FaceTime. He's out in the field and and, and yeah. Pendleton doing his thing and trying to get through boot camp. And he left with on a buddy system with three other boys. And um, just the support that he had out there, thank goodness, with the Marines. And we're it really is great. amazing how good people are, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it's just amazing. So so we got through all that. And then, unfortunately, Brian took a turn for the worst. And um we we're going to bring him home on hospice. And then he was gone on November 4th. Mm. So, and then while this was after, unfortunately, Brian passed, the gentleman that runs Forgotten Coast Canine out of Madison, Florida, he called me up and he said, I want you to know you're always going to be part of the Forgotten Coast Canine family. And I didn't know what that meant. So I was going through, you know, I had, to, now I have to put together a funeral and now I got to yes. put together yes. again. And luckily I had a, a Marine veteran contractor and a husband wife team. And, and then of course, you know, other people that came together and on the supplies and, and just helped me just navigate through all that and just put it back together again and just re- really the rebuilding process. So then Christmas came and, and, and Chris called me up and he said, yeah, I just want you to know that I've thought about it long and hard. And I really think that you should get my dog Sophie and I'm going to be giving her to you in May so now my house I know I cried I was just it was so emotional I'm like are you serious I said well pray about it think about it take your time I said I'm still putting my house back together again and he said no I, I've thought about it long and hard and I, I think you know just praying about it and talking about it with my pastor and the board of the Forgotten Coast Canine family they all they're all in unison they all think that you should get her and it just makes sense because he had other puppies that were, he was training and, and, and getting them ready to get paired up with veterans and first responders, which is such a beautiful thing. Yes. Um, it is an so, amazing program that, I mean, I'm, you know, that changes people's lives having that support. Yes. It is because I wasn't sleeping right after, you know, when my son left to go to out back for more training, he went to, to SOI school, school of infantry back out in California, right after the first of the year. So when Chris called me to tell me that right when Jake was leaving, it was like a sense of relief and I wasn't sleeping probably a good six, seven months. It was just, you're just in a fog. I mean, literally in a fog and I still am, I'm not going to lie, but it's a lot better, you know, now that my house is remodeled and I've got Sophie because I got her on May 20th right? and back into my house on May 21st. So it was just everything timing is Yes. Just you talking sounds like so many things thrown at you at one time. I, you know, I'm can't even imagine sorting through that. So what were some of the things that helped you? Because I feel like my listeners, we all have life that happens fast and things get thrown at us, right? You know, good or bad, but just can come so fast. How did you kind of, you know, what you, what were your coping skills, you know, through all that? You know, I, I, I took a, a grief share class, which was, I feel really helpful. Um, a lot of prayer, Mm -hmm. listening to different podcasts, um, 
you know, just definitely the support from the community and just all my different networking groups that I'm in. And I may have maybe doing too much, but I feel like just keeping myself busy mm-hmm. out in the community and just keep moving forward. And I, and I know it's okay to grieve and taking that time to grieve. And I probably should take some lessons from my own words, but, um, <laughs> but I feel like just keeping yourself moving forward. I, I think getting up every day, getting out of bed, don't lay in the bed too long just every single day I'm not one to lay in bed and and stay down um, I'm not perfect by any means but I think staying connected in the community having those networking communities that you're in or a part of I think that's going to be key too because people are reaching out and people are such a blessing in your life and the text messages the phone calls the how can I help and you know and I never want to be a burden to anybody but at the same token it's okay to not be okay and to mm-hmm. reach, out to, reach out for help and, and have those one-to-ones and coffee and connections. And, um, I can see that because like you said, you know, you got to take a little bit of time, you know, to grieve, but when you set up times to get out with people or you have your networking events or so, you know, just even if you're not invested in networking, if you take, you know, have some friends set times each day that you're going to get out, then it doesn't allow you that, you know, the whole day, like you can take some time, but then, like you said, then you're connecting with people too. And people are what are going to help you through it. Right. Because people have different experiences. They have different life things and they do want to support you. I know you said you don't want to be a burden. I don't think anybody ever feels that way. You know, like I think people always want to help each other. I mean, that's kind of the way that we're built, you know, our brains, like when we help other people, we get an endorphin rush, right? Like we, we feel good. We, we want them to feel good. We want to help them through things. So leaning on your community is super important. Yes. Well, and just when you reached out to me and we had coffee that morning, that was such a beautiful thing. And I just felt so grateful to, that you took time out of your day to, to meet with me and share oh. stories with each other. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I think that's, the important thing, like you said, when you're, when you're rebuilding and you're looking forward is that, you know, you know, you shared with me a lot of what you went through and there were some tears, you know, we had our tears, but then (laughs) we also talked about how you were going forward and the things you were doing. And I think that's also important because grief is going to be part of your journey now. Like it is, you know, I mean, you lost your significant other. So in going through life, there were lots of plans. I know we talked about that, that you guys had made and now you're, having to kind of readjust all that. Yes. I mean, Brian was going to, I mean, this is a 30 week program with the forgotten post canine and he was going to start it after January and, and it's 28 weeks online, two weeks in person. And he was going to be the brand in essence, the brand ambassador for the forgotten post canine team. And he and I were going to take it on the road because I literally became a widow and an empty nester within two months. Mm. And I thought, okay, well, when Brian got diagnosed with this stage four pancreatic cancer and I said, oh, okay, he's going to, he's going to beat this. He's going to, we're going to fight. He's going to beat this. And this is part of the story as being the miracle because he's getting this dog. He's, he's going to be part of this program. So like in my mind, I thought he was going to overcome this and beat it completely. And Mm -hmm. we were going to move forward and ride off into the sunset together with our dog. So yes okay now now it's just me and her but in essence like well no it's not because now Angela's back in in Missouri and I'm going to be be able to help other veterans get their 
their dogs. So, and that's really the name of the game. And so I really want to be able to help veterans and first responders get their service dog because it's so needed because just what I went through. And now once I got her, I was able to sleep at night. Like I can actually sleep at night. I mean, it's not perfect. There's so sometimes times that I get up at three, four, I don't know what it is about that hour, three, four in the morning. I don't know, but that is the hour for sure. Isn't it though? It's just, you wake up at three in the morning. You're like, what in the world? But then Luckily that I have her, it, it helped me sleep. You know, I did hear you say, you know, that it, like when you were talking about this, because I love that you're continuing, you know, his vision and you feel it and you see the value. And, you know, like you said, you're reframing, rebuilding and looking forward on how you're going to carry out, you know, your dreams that you guys had together. But when you say it's just you, I want you to know it's you and it's not just you because you're amazing. Look at everything you've come through. Look at what you've done and how you've kept your, you know, through all of this, right? You said like empty nesting, losing a spouse, your house being, you know, pretty much torn apart. You went through all of this and you came out with it still with the drive and still with your face forward and still knowing that you were going to continue this legacy that you and your husband were going to create. So no more jests in there. It's you, Marion. You're amazing. And I want you to know that because (laughs) I think that, you know, that is a lot of what I see. And like, when I look at you is like the determination and the strength that you've shown for your family, for yourself. And I know you relied on your community and found, you know, the extra support through that, but this was you too, you know, this was a lot of your strength that came through, through all of this to be able to, like you said, get out of bed, keep going and keep this vision alive. That is, that is something not everybody can do. Oh, well, thank you so much. I I feel like I just want to keep the legacy alive for Brian and then also be an example for my my kids too, because I want them to keep moving forward too. And life just doesn't stop. And yes, he's gone, but I know he would not want us to just lay in bed and and cry. He told me, he he said, he sat me down on the edge of the bed in the hospital and he said, you know, I'm not going to make it through this. And he told me what his wishes were. And I've honored all his wishes. And he said, I don't want people crying about me. He said, I want you guys to keep moving forward. And yes, I still have that guilt, like, oh, you know, he should be here experiencing all these things. But at the same token, I want want him to feel that same way if it, the shoe was on the other foot and I, it happened to me and he was still here having to deal with all the things. I would want him to keep moving forward and helping people and helping veterans and continue on with the legacy and being there for the, the kids and in the community and just being the face and being the ambassador and you know, I don't know what's next. Um, I have an idea and I've got, you know, I'm excited about the new journey ahead. I'm scared too. I'm petrified. I'm not going to lie. And, of course. But, <laughs> um, but I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, I keep telling everybody I'm going to keep on trucking. So, <laughs> and I love that. And I know you will. And I know, you know, you are going to do amazing things because that's who you are. And I think all of our listeners out there have those amazing talents and everyone has different things that drive them. Um, so I'd love to ask you, like, like I said, I know a lot of my listeners have things happening. I hear it all the time, losing people, life gets in the way, like even your house, just, you know, something terrible happening to your house. And we get caught up in the emotions and the stress of it all. So if you had one piece of advice that you could 
hand out to my listeners um, when they're going through these rough times, what what would it be? I would just say, yes, it's, it's paralyzing at times, but just don't give up and don't give into it. Just get up, just keep moving forward. Just even if it's baby steps, just put one foot in front of the other. And I feel like a win is a win and don't beat yourself up because there's been days where I just beat myself up. Like, Oh, I should have done this better. I should have done that better. And and I, I felt like I'm disappointing and letting people down and you just got to get that out of your head and just tomorrow's a new day and just keep moving forward. Just don't give up. Um, I, I love that. And I think that's something that so many people out there need to hear that it's not, perfect. it's going to be hard, right? Yes. It's not yeah. like this was an easy few months for you. It is hard. And every day, like you said, I'm sure you want to stay in bed. I'm sure you'd rather, you know, just close your eyes and go back to sleep. But you're now able to help other people, you know, and you're still going to have your bad days. But if you didn't get up, if you didn't keep going, if you didn't do all the things, you know, that all the advice you just gave them, you wouldn't be able to help them right now. And so I appreciate you coming on here and sharing that with our listeners, because I think this happens a lot in life you know, to my listeners, Mary will be on the Facebook page this week. So if you have any comments, questions, um, if you need words of encouragement, Mary and I are going to be here this week to help you guys out. So thank you, Mary, so much for coming on. We appreciate you. And until next week, when Yo Adrian talks, realize the power is within you. Do you wish your life could be more flexible? Do you wish you had a house on the beach? Do you want to travel more? Do you wish you had more financial stability? Would you love to be your own boss? We all have a different dream life. It is literally different for everyone. I help each person individually figure out what they really want, and then we work on your mindset and the actions to start creating the life you've always wanted. So if you are interested, go to YoAdrianTalks.com and check out all my different coaching programs so that you can start having the life you deserve.